everyone. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 8, Episode 8, The One with the Stripper. Woohoo! Woohoo! Woo-hoo. I'm in love with the stripper. She rockin', she rollin', she rollin'. She rollin', she rollin'. She rollin', she I'm in. Oh, um, oh the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this, but we recently got this cat pole. Oh my gosh, one of our yes. One of our kittens really likes to climb things like the furniture, the curtains, the plants. Your leg. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Humans. Um, and so we were like, well, let's get this pole that's like a floor to ceiling pole. And it's like a cat scratcher. And he also scratches the furniture. The other one's fine. The other one loves his little like scratcher posts. But this one, Hurricane. <laughs> it likes to scratch and climb everything. We were like, ah, this is why the shelter named him Hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we bought this pole. And when it arrived, I could not stop making stripper pole jokes like, all right, kitties, are you ready to practice your moves? Start making money to contribute to the household. Meow, <laughs> meow. Uh, Listing it on, on pause. Hurricane. <laughs> Hurricane on the poles. Only pause. Only pause. <laughs> Only fangs. Only fangs. Oh, that's good. That's pretty pretty good, good, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, well, this is not that. Is not this that. This is not all cute little kitten <laughs> stripper poles. Um, they're in the coffee shop, and everyone's hanging out. And I think Phoebe is like, wait, why do I recognize that guy? And Monica's like, you don't. Oh. And Phoebe's yes. like, oh, my gosh, Monica, it's the stripper from your bachelorette party. And everybody's like, wait, what? Because clearly it was a secret. And I guess Chandler wasn't allowed to have a bachelor party. Secret and no one was more upset than party. Joey. Than Joey, naturally. Um, and Monica uses the... <clears throat> The age-old line of, what was I supposed to do? They ambushed me. I don't have any control. Um, Which I kind of think is garbage, sister. It is garbage. And she could have told him afterwards, hey, I know we said we weren't going to do this. They did it as a surprise. And so I wanted to let you know. So fair's fair. Or whatever. Well, Chandler reminds her that the pillars of a good relationship are communication and honesty or whatever he says. Um... (laughs) Or whatever. Or whatever. Um, but yeah. So Joey's upset. Monica feels bad. And he's like, well, guess later. Uh, what's her name? I was about to say Mona. <laughs> Monica's like, we... I'm the best wife ever. You're going to love me so much because I got you a stripper for your new bachelor party, even though we've been married for eight episodes. Yes. And And she says she got the number for a stripper off of a guy from from work. Yes. And also says she's going in the wife hall of fame. Um, So he protests and is like, I don't, want you to get me a stripper and she (laughs) is like i got you party hats and porn which they cut out oh Um, but joey is like will you let the lady talk (laughs) oh my gosh 
And uh, Chandler points out, and I agree with him, it's a little creepy. I'm not a bachelor anymore. And Monica's like, just think of it as an anniversary present. Okay, so I think this is weird. Do you think it's weird? Yeah, we're not the stripper types to begin with. Right, we're not the um, stripper types to begin with, correct. So I, I'm i not into it regardless. I think that she would find it weird if Chandler decided to go to a strip joint right. uh, when they were married. I think she would not like that. But I guess that it's more. it's just more so that she feels guilty. Yes. <clears throat> yes, this is just her wanting to even the scales. Look... Personally, I'd prefer the steak dinner. That's more my speed. I yeah, would have said they did for his original bachelor party. Right. Well, uh, she's like, who do you want me to invite other than Joey and Ross? And he's like, no, 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 that's plenty. That's and weird enough. Yeah. Yeah. And Ross is like, well, I can't because I have plans with Mona. And I love Chandler's like, dude, I wouldn't expect you to cancel a real date for a fake bachelor party while Joey is canceling his real is, date for a fake. Hey, babe, sorry, I can't come. I guess I'm not. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm busy. <laughs> I mean, truly, this is all just for Joey. Honestly. And I mean, you know that when they when we actually get to the apartment and they're waiting and he's like, dude, I can't believe tomorrow's the big day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. They're wearing, like, their little paper hat crowns and... Oh, my God. Like, he's like, you're never going to be with another woman again. and Until you get the you sweet know. release of death. <laughs> you're right. This is more fun. And so, finally, the lady shows up. And he's like, okay, uh, are you Chandler? Is that a bedroom? Okay, great. I'll, I'll be there so when I, you're okay. ready. So, I have a question before we yes. move on. So, when she I'm shows up, she's... probably not going to be able to answer it. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Um, so she goes, which one of you guys is, which one of you lucky guys is Chandler Bang? And Joey's like, me. And Chandler's like, no, yeah. I am. Why doesn't he just let Joey pretend to be, like, if he's okay. so not into this. Yes. You know what's uh-huh. funny is that when Joey said me, I was like, oh, that's right. He just lets Joey pretend. And then he's like, no, it's actually me. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, he totally could have just let Joey be the bachelor. Like, if you um, think it's weird, just yeah. let him enjoy it, and then you c- it can be done. I think mm-hmm. he secretly actually wants the stripper attention. Maybe, but he doesn't really seem like he wants it. I think, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he just didn't think through all of his options. True. Um, But she goes into the bedroom and gets... <laughs> All kinds of naked. Let me know when you're ready. That is one naked hooker. (laughs) One naked hooker. And uh, then these guys are like, you know, they don't know what to do. Um, She's like, maybe you're also a stripper. And she's like, well, that's going to cost you extra. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the list of the extras. Oh, my gosh. And Joey's like, maybe it's a joke. And he's like. It's not. And then she's like, I'm going to smoke. And he's like, fine. We have to burn that. We just, yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> just oh a minute. Oh, my gosh. What, what's going to happen in a minute? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then Joey's like, maybe this is her trying to get you to, like, learn oh something. Gosh. And he's I like, this is the that. worst bachelor party ever. <laughs> is there anything you're really bad at, you know, sexually? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but I love the part where Joey's like, I miss this. He's like, I don't think we've actually ever done this before. 
He's like, no, just us hanging out, you know, getting into stuff. And then they get all emotional. Um, And finally, she's like, all right, listen, I am this close to robbing you guys. Now, behind the scenes, Monica is at work and is like, thanks for the number for the stripper. And the guy's like, oh, no, she's a hooker. And he's like, what doesn't doesn't he say who's it for? Oh, that's like. Oh, it's for for my my husband husband as like a late bachelor party. And he's like, you got your husband a hooker? Yeah. And while everybody thinks it's fine for her to get him a stripper is beyond me. But I do think that a hooker is a different level. So whatever. Um, But he's like, is that what they call strippers sometimes? (laughs) When they're they're hookers. hookers. (laughs) Yeah. So that guy's all dopey, um, clearly did not understand the assignment. And so Monica yeah. just like runs out of there and <laughs> goes I do home. have to say, I feel like that is maybe, I mean, I don't know. You've worked in restaurants before, but I feel like that <laughs> is, that is up to speed with some people you might find in kitchens, oh, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah the it's dopey not... guy who doesn't get the assignment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, they cut out this part in the kitchen, and she's like, "I need you guys to push the duck because if they don't eat the duck, you will." And you it's are, not very good. and it's not good. <laughs> that was this episode. I, yeah, that was that was this. They cut it out, but um, so Monica runs out and comes home, and it's like she's a hooker. She's a hooker. Oh, hi, ma'am. I think we met on the phone. Oh, my gosh. I love that. We spoke on the phone. Such a good Um, recovery. (laughs) It's such a good recovery. And uh, they are just, like, trying to figure it out. Like, she's like, I did you let her smoke in here? And Chandler's like, there was a hooker on the guest bed. Like, and you care if she smoked? Like, yeah, who cares? Um. But then she turns the tables, and this is probably what she would should have done in the first place. And she's like, you know what? I promised you a stripper. You're gonna get a stripper. And then he gives she gives him a little show, which honestly, I think that's all he probably would have cared for in the first place because he seems yeah, much true. more into this than into He's that. He's much so. more into yeah, that's true. Which honestly, isn't that what you want as a wife? <laughs> I was gonna say the stripper again. It was really always gonna be just for Joey. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this is this is <laughs> my the tennis right shoes are so tight. I better <laughs> take them off. <laughs> Could you oh. not narrate? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And then we've got Rachel and Phoebe. <clears throat> ah yes. Ah uh, yes. So Rachel's like, "Hey, Phoebe, do you want to go to dinner with my dad?" And Phoebe's like, oh, "Okay, he's pretty cute." I could go to dinner oh with him. She's like, no, I need you to go with me because I'm afraid to tell him I'm pregnant. Yeah. And she I just needs moral support. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not going to let that man make you eat your baby because she <laughs> told a story about her making him eat her making her eat the cigarettes when she smoked. So they go to the restaurant and my gosh, Dr. Green is just he's that he guy. is a gremlin. He is terrible. I could you imagine if somebody tried. OK. The trying to order for you, I don't like that. That's very old school. It's very old school. Like, that was a thing 
a long time ago. Was and it? I don't get it. it. It was. I think it was like a thing. It was like a nice thing, like for men to like order for and their the lady wives. will have look yeah. i think that like sometimes well, what we usually do is like what are you gonna get okay what if you get this and i get this and we can each have a bite or like oh for sure let's split a bunch like, of things yeah or like you don't want to both the fact that he wanted to get all three of them the same thing unless that's like what that restaurant is known for which maybe it is and maybe that's what like the flex he's trying to do like We'll get the Moroccan chicken, you know, like it's the best dish here. So we'll just all get that. Um, But yeah, I I wouldn't do that with someone I didn't know, especially since one of them turns out to be a lesbian. I mean, vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) But it's chicken. I don't eat that either. I don't. I mean, which, okay, this is my dad. Uh, I'm like, yes, dad. He's like, you're not going to have any. I'm like, why? (coughs) No, I'm not going to have any. And he's like, why? It's chicken. I'm like, I'm aware what it is. But I also Chicken is still meat. So yeah still meet i don't know but it's like in my big fat greek wedding when the the boyfriend is vegetarian and the aunts are like what do you mean he don't eat no meat and she goes oh it's okay it's okay i cook lamb <laughs> yes yes like like meat doesn't equal beef but yeah i don't know how to explain to people what meat is made out of yeah <laughs> um but <laughs> i thought it was pretty straightforward i would understand if they were like wait i don't get it do you eat cheese you know those kind of like fringe animal products or like or like fish that's you know a lot of vegetarians will eat fish or i guess i would assume that like less not more yeah me too yeah me too anyway but i'm also a vegetarian so i i know the rules but um he also wants to order the 74 Lafitte. Lafitte. No, the 75. But he ordered, excuse me, the, seven, the 75. The 74 is sewage, Renee. Why would you bring him sewage? You know? Um, he, I can't believe... Okay. To to be like, oh, I ordered the 75. Like, especially yeah. if it's like, I ordered something that was really good and you brought me something that was really bad. I could see you right. being like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, hold on, hold on. Like, you know, well, right. And also because bottles of wine can be priced very differently. Even if it's yeah. the same type, so I get that. Well, he's pro- and and he's probably buying the more expensive one, right? But it's like of you course. don't want somebody to like shaft you with like the crappy thing when you wanted the nice yes. thing. But I would never ask somebody if they're a waiter because they're an idiot, <laughs> or if they were bringing me sewage. Yeah, he's a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> that's just. It's a whole another level that I'm not, yeah. no. I'm not into. But it looks like he's going after the waiter to comfort him. We find out later. He was like, no, I just went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just went to the bathroom. Like, oh, um, gosh. And so then Rachel is freaking out even more because she's like, he's already pissed off. Like, he's not going to receive this news well. And Rachel's workshopping all these ideas like, I'll wait a few years and I'll let the baby tell him. That's the baby's problem. the baby's problem. (laughs) And uh, when the opportunity presents itself, he's like, what's new with you? Rachel says she got TiVo. And Phoebe says TiVo is slang for pregnant. Slang for pregnant, (laughs) which honestly, way to just rip the Band-Aid off. I know. I mean, I don't think it was appreciated by Rachel in the moment. But no. okay, like I well actually I don't want to go there just yet. But okay, um, my other thought. But um, yeah, I, I think that this is one of those circumstances where like 
you just gotta tell him like you already made the dinner you're at the table you know what I mean like you made the plan just do it yeah you you need to just do it yeah it's just you can't it is really wait. hard. I'm thinking back to when I've had to tell somebody something that I didn't want to. And especially if you, especially if you're like, okay, I know that they're not going to take it well. So mm-hmm. you're like, if there are, if things are already not good, you don't want to bring it up and make it worse. But then if things are good, you don't want to ruin it by bringing yeah. up bad news. And it's, yeah, I hate it. And, but you know what though? Always the anticipation is almost is worse. always worse. I'm a lot better now at just like being like, hey, I really have to share something with you. I, it's not great news, but we just need, you know what I mean? Like I'm better yeah. at just kind of just get it over with, set the expectation. I think yeah. it's also because in the past when that's happened, it's been like this, like with somebody that I didn't have good lines of communication with. Yeah. And so you just, it's all very volatile and you don't want to upset them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's but the truth is is that the longer you wait, the harder it gets because you've built up more reasons why it's going to be hard. You know, like yeah, then you have that you have to carry that um, like anxiety around. I also what, feel like their reaction is not your responsibility, right? Like they okay, can, they are going to have feelings and they totally yes. can. He can cause a scene and he can make mm-hmm. a huge scene at the restaurant and you can just say when you're ready to speak calmly, you can, I'd love yep. to have a conversation with you about this yep. and I would love for you to be, you know, in the baby's life. But if yep. you're going to speak to me like this, I'm not going to, and maybe he won't receive that well, but like, you know, I don't know. you got to have your boundaries. Yeah. But, you know, he kind of freaks out. And who's the father, you know, all that. And she's like, Don't tell me it's her. (laughs) Don't tell me it's her. But she's like, no, it's Ross. You like Ross. And think of this. It's your first grandchild. You're going to be a poppy. Yes. And and he he gets so excited. Yeah, he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be a poppy. This is so great. But then, of course, we come to when's the wedding? And she's like, Rachel Karen Green, you tell me there's going to be a wedding. February 2nd. (laughs) She just can't. I'm like. I know. And this is one of those things, too. Like, I don't – it feels like you've bought yourself time by lying or, like, you've given yourself – I don't know. In the moment, I know that it feels like you're off the hook or comforting or whatever. But honestly, it is going to be – not only now do you have to deal with the reality, then you have to explain why you lied, which is like – more than you already have to deal with right now. You're adding problems for yourself. Like, it's not great. Um, Because the truth will always serve. I feel like that's how, like, when people lie about, like, I mean, I don't, maybe people still do this. I don't know. Like, people would, like, lie about their age, people they're dating. And I'm like, how are you going to come back from that? Like, I just exactly don't know why you want to lie about that. I don't get it. So... She lies and says it's going to be February 2nd. And then he comes back and is like, I think we can book the plaza on short notice. But I do love when Phoebe's like, I'm sorry, I can't make it to your wedding. I'm really busy that day. The unicorn bar mitzvah and the leprechaun baptism or whatever. (laughs) Your imaginary wedding. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, Rachel gets swept up in the dream of the plaza. Yep. Except just for a second. 
And then she's like, okay, there's well, not going to no, be a wedding. It's because Phoebe gives her the eyeballs. Like, the glares Rachel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But for a half second, she's like, there's not going to be a wedding. I'm going to tell the truth. And then she's like, well, it's because Ross says I'm damaged goods. No. Because <laughs> he won't she, marry so she me. Goes, she goes, there isn't going to be a wedding. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then he's like, why not? Is it Ross? Yeah. Is it Ross? So yeah. her dad offers that excuse. And she's like, well, and yes, she yes, it. it's Ross. <laughs> Instead of just being like, no, actually, you know, if, if it was up to Ross, we probably would get married. But it's my decision. But right. she's just not there yet. I mean, you know, looking at where she came from with her dad and. Yeah, that's true. It's just like you revert back sometimes, right? When you're you with do. your parents, you like revert yes. right back to teen years. Yes. You do. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, Ross and Mona are having a date. This is and okay. Remember how I said that Mona annoyed me? Yeah. And you were like, why? Because you like her. I mm-hmm. think it's. She just, okay, I think it's cute that she's so into Ross. Like when she was like, Ross, thank you for showing me your rock collection that, or your semi-precious stone collection. And Ross, your lecture was so good. Like on the one hand, I'm like, okay, it's sweet that she is being like really supportive and into him. And when Chandler's like, wow you must be good in bed I'm like well maybe she's just into nerdy things like people are allowed to have nerdy things and so all of that is fine but I think it's just okay she's not as bad as when Phoebe's Mike is dating that girl named Precious who like is like is like what Mike's Mike bringing up with me like Mona's not that bad but I guess it's just the there's something about this relationship that just feels very like she just fades into the background. Like she has no personality, no interesting defining features of her own. She's just into whatever Ross is into and she's just happy to be there for the ride. And I think maybe that's what bothers me. I'm like, well, Mona, look alive. What what, what do you got going on here? We don't get to learn about Mona. Yeah, truly, it is not her fault. That is how she it's was written. But it, uh-huh. I think that's what makes me not like the character. I think I like the character because she is actually a good fit for <clears throat> Ross, and he just screws it up so badly. In that she has nothing of her own going on and only likes his stuff. That is a good fit no. for Ross. He does like that. I, I think they just write her so she, I mean, so it is like when he's screwing it up, it's like, dude, all you had to do was like, very little you know yeah. like she was very into you um but okay well you don't like her that's fine you don't have to you don't like champagne i don't like well what's Mona. to like <laughs> <laughs> um but ross and mona are having a date and they are canoodling and ross is lying about the uh artifacts <gasps> On his table with his uh, apothecary table. From um, from White Plains. A magical place. <laughs> One and fifty dollars. <laughs> um, and she breaks it. And he's like, don't worry, it was from Pottery Barn. Or from uh, Pier One. Pier One. <laughs> and all of a sudden, 
there is a, not a regular knock on the door, a really loud knock on the door. And Dr. Green is like, oh, you think you can just knock up my daughter and not marry her? And Mona is just hearing about this for the first time. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's right. I love last this week exchange. When I was like, I feel like you should tell people things like if you're pregnant or have a kid when you start dating them. This is why. <laughs> yes. And so when we were talking about that, um, I feel like there so this is this is obviously a difference, right? Between like Rachel goes on one date with a guy versus Ross has like I don't know, I guess did they just go Ross, out on their first date? They last went week? on that date. They met ah, in the coffee shop right after so it was last end. week. So, so it's maybe been two weeks. Maybe. Okay. I, I just feel like so I wouldn't be surprised that he didn't tell her on the first date out to go see the Ukrainian film. And in my in my perspective, that would that's kind of equivalent to Rachel going on that dinner date with Cash, right? Like, sure. first thing, don't know, don't even know if it's gonna, you know, if it's gonna eventuate into a second one. I think then when it became date number two, that's when he should have said something. But that's to me where the difference is, right? Like he shouldn't, he didn't need to like, hey, before we go out to this movie, there's something I have to tell you. Yeah. I know. But I guess I just am like, at any point, I think it's easy to push off and think that it's not that serious yet and I have to tell her. And so I don't think, my guess is that he didn't withhold it on purpose, but I just feel like this, you know, he wanted Hard to hear it from Rachel's father. <laughs> um, which, I mean, the whole exchange, because she's like, you know, Dr. Green is like, my daughter means nothing to you. And he's like, no, I love her. And she's like, what? And he's like, as a friend, of not course. Not like that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like this exchange is so... Oh, you and wouldn't marry like, her? I hey, did I wanted offer to marry her. her. Yeah. Oh. I didn't want to, though. <laughs> oh, and Mona's gosh. like, what is happening? And then he calls her a tramp. Like, it just is devolving by the second. And I I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, before they went to the Ukrainian movie, it wasn't like, hey, before we go to the movie... I should tell you something. But I do feel like if you're like trading numbers after that and you're like, hey, I'd love to see you again. But you should probably just know, like, I have a little bit of a situation. You know, Rachel and I are having a baby together. Like, that might change things for you. I don't know. Do you know what I think he should have done? This is so this exact one. And it'll it'd be different. It'd be different for different contexts and scenarios. I think, okay, they do the Ukrainian film, whatever it goes well. He asks her out a second time. Um, make it something that's not high stakes, like ask her out for a coffee or for a walk in the park or something like that. That's not like super involved. She doesn't have to like go spend hours getting ready. Like it's not going to be like a big old, like, you know, two hour dinner or whatever. And then just say, um, and use that as an opportunity, like somewhere where you can really go out and talk and chit chat. Mm -hmm. And that's when you can say, you know, so what's been going on since, you know, since I last saw you at, at Monica's wedding or like, hey, you know, I really enjoyed like going out 
to the movie the other night and I wanted to like see you again. And I can understand like not right then and there throwing it on them, but I feel like you can set up yeah. an environment where it's like, let me say something to this person before we, because if it went well and you want it to keep going well, then then I think you're kind of responsible to say something. But yeah. date number one, it's like, well, let's just even see if we even want to sure. speak to each other after this or not. Yeah. Right. But yeah, date I, two, I wouldn't I just... do it right then and there, though. I wouldn't be like, oh, before I get your number. But I would probably, I'd probably try to set up the second date so that it was conducive to having a serious chat. Yeah. Yeah. Follow like, me this... for more relationship advice. <laughs> this is like obviously the worst way it could have gone, I think. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like someone bursting Aww. in on your date and like. And, and while this is all happening, the answering machine, hey Ross, it's Joey. Oh, yeah. There's a stripper <laughs> over here. We thought, oh no, there's a, there's a hooker over here and we thought you might know about it. And he's like, oh, what? She's <laughs> like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, um, poor Ross. And like, even when he's like, Dr. Green's like, well, you just wanted to get what you wanted and then dump her like you dumped Rachel. And he's like, I didn't dump Rachel, nor are we still together. <laughs> it's just like, oh, the whole thing is so And the fact that awful. Dr. Green is like, who's this tramp? Tramp? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mona, Dr. Green, Dr. Green, Mona. <laughs> Dr. Green, <laughs> Mona. Oh, my gosh. It's and all bad. So it's all bad. And so finally, I guess they get out of there at some point. And uh, Ross goes over to Rachel's. And he's like, your dad came by. He's pleasant. He's, and, a, uh, he's a pleasant man. He's She's like, I'm going to straighten it out tomorrow by phone or via email. Or email. <laughs> He's like, you need to straighten out with Mona. Okay, what's her email? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she agrees to talk to her. And Mona agrees to come back over. And she's like, I'm not really sure why. But, um, oh, good, you're here too. And I thought this was going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, Rachel kind of spells it out. We're having a baby. We used to date. But we are not getting back together. And... What started as a really good speech kind of goes downhill and she's like, oh, we drove each other crazy and he was possessive and he couldn't let the little things go. And but also. Then she tries to upswing, oh, not to compare to how gentle and thoughtful and blah, blah, blah. Um, And Mona nails it on the head. I just don't want to be in the middle of something so complicated. I'm with you, Mona. Yes. I think that's where I would have needed to be like, check, please. I was going to say, on the one hand, I think it is so nice that Rachel was like, all right, let me come over and work like, let me come over and try to like smooth this over for you. Because this is 100% my fault, you know, that my Mm -hmm. dad, well, I mean, I guess he could have told her, but like the fact that my dad came over and started yelling at her, like, I'll go sort that out. Um, But yeah, I was like, if I was Mona... Would I be more or less comfortable with the ex slash current baby mama, ex-girlfriend, current baby mama there trying to talk to me? I don't know if I'd be more receptive to that. I I think what it provides is a full picture. It's not just Ross saying, oh, no, there's nothing going on with us. 
Right. You know what I mean? So I think when you're hearing it from both sides, it becomes – because what does Rachel gain if there's actually something going on? Why would she go over and tell Mona there's nothing going on, you know? Like, I don't think it's a comfortable situation, but I do think it gives you all the information. And so you're like, okay, they both said there's nothing going on. I really don't have any reason not to believe that. Like, why would they both do that? You know, that was weird. Well, so, they could both do that if they want to keep a relationship secret. But I guess, like – but they could just keep it secret. Yeah. I think I think it is nice. And I do feel like Rachel's being really sweet and like girl to girl trying to be like, you know. And then and so you're totally right. So when Mona's like, this just seems so complicated. Yeah. Um, and Rachel's like, you know, I know it sounds like it is, but it's okay. Like what relationship isn't complicated and like to kind of just like I don't know it almost offers a little bit of reassurance as like it's not we're not going to make it harder than it needs to be yeah and she's like nice. you must still have your own baggage or why else would you oh still be single gosh, I'm just gonna go Rachel <laughs> oh and uh Mona asked some good questions she's like I just don't know why wouldn't you tell me and Ross offers excuse number one, which is because what's going on with Rachel has nothing to do with how I feel about you. And she's like, well, you still should have told me. Correct. And then he doesn't actually answer anything and says, well, I was going to, but I thought you should hear from Rachel's father and I made a mistake, but it's only because I really like you. Yeah. Which, which she's like, okay. And I'm like, okay. I know. So, on the one hand, I'm like, I probably would have taken this a lot more personally than she is. And it's good that she's not. But on the other hand, like him saying, I, well, he, he does, he apologizes, right? He's like, I'm sorry, I was acting crazy or I was acting like badly. I made a mistake and I won't do it again. Something like that. Yeah. So I guess she is like, okay, it's a mistake. I'll just make sure, like, you know, one of those things where you're like, okay, I'm going to forgive you. But I'm probably yeah. going to keep an eye out to make sure that you don't – this isn't a pattern. <clears throat> sure. Um, spoiler alert, it's definitely a pattern. Um, but <laughs> Mo- Mona's going to have to figure that out in her own time. <laughs> yeah, she'll get there. Um, spoiler alert, it's definitely a pattern. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I think that, like – okay, you know, you're having a baby with a woman and you're going to go co-parent. I don't know if I'd be okay with that or not, but I don't know that she knows how serious the history between Ross and Rachel is. Because if if that's what I knew what I was walking into, I would just be like, no. I I hear the words that you're saying and I know that you think that that's true. I think that you believe what you're saying, but I would just be like, nah. Yeah, I I think, too, it's really interesting where, like, I actually think that people are a lot more forgiving in the beginning phases of relationships. Like, you can write a lot more off to, like, oh, who That's knows, a good point. maybe. And so I do think that, like, she, he's getting a lot more benefit of the doubt than he would get in, like, a month, you know? Um, That's a really good point. It's really interesting because I don't know why it is this thing with like basically, basically strangers. We're like, oh, but he seems so great. And so I just kind of want to see where this is going. Like, why do we do that? I don't know. It's really interesting, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I don't know. 
I don't. I, yeah, because I, I agree. I, I don't think I can say with certainty that I would or would not stick around after this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think the blindsidingness more than anything would be what what got me out of there. Not so much the situation. Right. You know? But the whole, like, like, I'm finding out about this from a third party third who is party. shouting it at me. And yeah. I don't, what I think I wouldn't like is the fact that Ross is, like, trying to placate and smooth over, which I guess isn't his fault with Rachel's dad. But, like, it just doesn't make him look good. No. You mean when he's like, like, hey, I tried to marry her and all that? When he's just, like, trying to tell us both what he what he thinks we want to hear. Yeah. That, but honestly, that, they're both yeah. true. It doesn't make him look good, but it's like he can't, he can't uh, dispel what Dr. Green is saying without responding to it. <laughs> but his responses just look very pro-Ross and Rachel. Do you, know? you think that if this happened to you, which is absurd, so I know it never would, but like <laughs> if somebody's, if like, wouldn't you be like, hey, Mona, can I, like, I let me deal with this. I know this is crazy. Please, please, please don't block my phone number. Can I just call you, can I call you as soon as I deal with this and like, let me explain the situation? I don't know. Maybe he was, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it just like happened I, too quickly. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that's down. eventually. <laughs> yeah, I think that's eventually what happened because he says that Mona came back over. Right, that's true. So, so she he did must leave. have been like, "I have to go deal with this." Um, but then he decided to come. She decided to come back over. So, ay ay ay, is right. Ross just really making. He's making poor choices left, right, and center. It's not good. It's not good. Um, and at the very end, I love this scene. It's so funny. Rachel's like flipping through a magazine while her dad yells at her. And Phoebe's like, oh, you told him. And she's like, yeah, about an hour ago. Do you want to go see a movie? She's like, okay. So she just leaves the phone on the counter. Yes. And leaves. Bye, daddy. Just let him get it up. Bye, daddy. And a few moments later... Joey walks into the room and Joey. picks it up. <laughs> I do too. Think about the consequences of my decisions. Go to hell. Stupid <laughs> and then he hangs guy up. on my phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's one of my favorite lines. Stupid guy on my phone. Um, <clears throat> Joey's not going to stand for that, you know. He's just not. I always used to think it was so like bold but disrespectful of Rachel to leave her dad just yelling on the phone like that but mm-hmm. now I'm a Have little bit like it? no but I kind of feel like I should no yeah because <laughs> now I'm well, just like if I he needed to get it difference. out yeah there's a difference between like being present for a conversation he doesn't want to have a conversation he's just telling her how it's gonna be and it's he's not just gonna yelling be like at her, that yeah. he's just yelling at her so if it was ever going to be conversational, you know. Could you imagine doing around. that to your family? No. But I also That's think you a- could probably just fudge that you got disconnected. I was just thinking, like, if my mom was ever shouting at me over the phone <laughs> and I just, like, I could never just, like, leave it there. Mm-hmm. 
and walk away and feel okay about it. But I do, you know, she is a little bit like, how can I make this not my, how can I make this go away? Yeah. (laughs) She's not really into dealing with it as much as she wants it to be over. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how she's approaching the whole thing with telling her dad. Like, she didn't actually want to deal with it. She just wanted it to, like, poof, be gone. And that's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever – do you ever feel – because that's such a good way to put it. And, like, I don't know that I ever am like that. Like, I don't want to deal with this. I just want this to not be a problem. And maybe I am and I'm just not conscious about it. I think you probably are – more than you realize because that's why we put things off right like if you actually wanted to deal with something and have the conversation or you know whatever you would do it even if it was going to be hard because there's there are certain things that i'm like i can't just just continue to think or feel this i need to like talk to this person yeah yeah um and i guess that's also the difference of like when like when you when something happens and you're just like oh I don't understand why you're so upset about this just get over it that's the kind of yeah. like I just want this to go away I don't mm-hmm. I'm not actually you know what I mean like I don't want to deal with it yeah yeah um yeah I think that's the difference and I think sometimes things have been dealt with and then people drag them out and you're like all right this needs to be over but that's different yeah that's different she hasn't really dealt with this at all she no, just no, barely no. told different. her dad and then lied that would be like, twice. If she told him and then for like the next nine months, he was just like making little digs and jabs. Like that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But hopefully he gets it out of his system and, you know, he's done. Can I just tell you how excited I am for next week? I know. I was like, am I jumping the gun? I just can't wait. I can't wait. We can get rid of this boring old Dr. Green and hello. What's his name? Will. Hello, Mr. Pitt. Yeah. Will something. Will Brad something. Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. Hope everybody's hungry. Because <laughs> he's one tasty dish. Okay. Because he's one tasty dish. <laughs> Come on, Will. Just take off your shirt and tell take us. Take off your shirt and tell us. <laughs> um, okay. I'm really excited for next week. So everybody, come hungry, save room for seconds. It's Thanksgiving in the Friends universe. Woohoo! The one with the rumor. We're going to get into it. So come prepared. Um, We'll be dishing up lots of fun Thanksgiving stuff. Um, (laughs) And thank you for joining us. And we will see you next week for the holidays. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh,